Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And today, it's a beautiful fall day in New York City. Beautiful day. You know, the the leaves are all changing colors. And the reason I know that is not because I've gone outside, but it's because everyone is posting pictures about it on Instagram. Um, So that's how I know. Again, I'm learning how to use social media for what it's supposed to be used for. I used to turn on the TV and watch the news so I knew what was going on in the world. But then the news became kind of depressing because, like, especially, like, there was never really anything good happening. Or at least it seemed like that. You know what I mean? Somebody would get shot. Some old lady would get punched in the face for no reason while walking down the street. Uh, People were just beating up Asian people for no reason. Uh, There was just gang shit happening. People were robbing people. People were crashing their cars into the sides of other people's houses. So um, they could just be home watching Wheel of Fortune and a fucking Yukon could drive through the goddamn wall of their living room and kill them while they were sitting on the couch. That's the kind of shit that you would hear in the news. Last week I was in New Jersey at my brother-in-law's and sister-in-law. They both live there with their child. And we were there, family, it was nice. Uh, And I saw this Apple News thing pop up and it said, uh, uh, living in your neighborhood or your, depending on where you are or what, like what area you live in, you could just get cancer just from living there. And I was like, yeah, this is the kind of shit that they promote in the news. You know what I mean? They, They don't like to share cool stuff like John Krasinski did for a little while, um, Some Good News, which was a great program, and I wish he never stopped doing it. Maybe he has better things to do with his time. Um, But yeah, you can actually go find good news. And if you do have it, do everybody a favor and share it, because there's plenty of bad news out there. Anyway, I am coming up on one full year of Sobriety, coming up on one full year of not having had a drink or smoked anything or whatever, right? And uh, which is cool. I I feel like I've I've learned a lot about myself in this last year. Um, I feel very clear headed. I feel like I've thought about and addressed a lot of things that I kind of have ignored for a long time, just because I didn't have to deal with anything. Because I was just had such a cloudy, fuzzy brain all the time, and most of the time I was trying to uh, recalibrate and become a human before 3 p.m. most days. Um, so it kind of, after a while, just, uh, the cumulative uh, intoxication kind of just will put you in a constant state of not necessarily being clear-headed. And that's cool. So <clears throat> you end up kind of just thinking about and dealing with things that you didn't, which is nice. It's nice to, it's it's interesting because I think about what I've talked about before on the show. I think about how people will say things like, yeah, I'll just start Monday. I'll start doing this thing tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be the last, this is the last time I do this and then Monday I'm going to start. And then I just think that's fake. I think that's a, like a bullshit way. Like, you could you could start immediately cuz what happened to me was i just stopped doing a thing that was very difficult to stop doing and then now a year has gone by 
Because what happens is the time is just going to go by anyway, right? Why don't you just stop now? And then you'll wake up in a year and be like, holy shit, I, I really did that. You know, and I know it's difficult. It's not easy. So, you know, what the fuck? Like, I'm not better than anybody. I'm just learning that it's really interesting when you start figuring out what your powers are. And I'm not talking about powers like I got the ability to fly or I have superhuman strength, which I'm getting pretty close to, but it's not there yet. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm just talking about what your, what are your gifts and talents? I saw this Jay-Z interview one time where he was like, everybody's got like a gift or a talent. You know, everybody's got something, uh, no matter who you are. And that's probably true, right? It seems plausible that that could be a thing, right? So everybody's got something. What's my talent? My talent is connecting. My talent is communicating with other people. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with human interaction. It's not a thing I struggle with. It might honestly quite literally be the only thing I'm good at. Um, you, You can be empathetic and you can be a good listener and you can work on these skills. These are things people, people sit down and take classes to learn how to sit down in a room and talk to other people. Like this is like people pay thousands of dollars to learn how to do this thing that I was fucking born with. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to go to school and get a degree that tells me that I'm good at talking to people. I don't want to be a therapist or anything like that, but I would, I'm really, I've really reached a point in, in this last year, and I don't give a shit, I, I've reached a point in this last year where my main concern, like me clapping my fucking hands on every word, that's how you know I'm from New York, I, my main concern is uh, I just only want, when you think of me, you think, you know what, that dude... Is, a, is pleasant to be around. You know what I mean? Like, you ever around someone and you just feel like they're having a rough time and they're kind of like, like everyone else now around them can feel it? I don't like that. It makes me think of like when I was a kid and sometimes like I would think about this. I would wake up in the morning and sometimes my mom would be super nice and super cool and stoked that it was a new day. And sometimes she would just be really stressed out and um, I could feel that too. And I get it, you know what I mean? She was like kind of a single mom, kind of, you know? I don't think I had a really good example of a father figure that was just around, that was being a father or like a good man in general. So my mom kind of like was dealing with this burden of taking care of these three kids in this tiny little project apartment by herself. So I get why she would be stressed out. I get it. Um, just we see these things growing up. Our parents, God, this bird just won't shut the fuck up outside the window. Anyway, we see our parents, um, who are the people or whoever are super, whoever is like in charge of us as a child. They kind of like are our first examples of what it's going to be like to be an adult. And I don't think I was ever afraid of adulthood. I think when I was a little boy, I was more upset that the adults didn't take me seriously enough. And what I mean by that is, it's just like that whole, I think I've said this before, if you remember the movie Matilda, when the adults were just like, I'm big, you're small, I'm smart, you're dumb, I'm right, you're wrong, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because you're a kid, right? So I feel like 
the adults around me just didn't respect anything that I said. No matter what happens, you you keep getting older, no matter like what kind of achievements you accomplish, anything like that. These fucking people all think they know better, which is insane to me because none of them are particularly in great positions in their lives. Um, and then you get older and you finally one day stand up for yourself and everybody looks at you like you're a fucking crazy person. Like, what? I can't believe you said that. And it's like, yeah, you know, because you're a piece of shit and you never listened to me before. So now I'm talking, right? It's really cool to be in that position of power, but it's not cool to abuse it, right? At the end of the day, the most thing, the best thing you could do is be understanding. And I feel like we're in a place where people lose sight of that. Being understanding if I was a little kid who grew up in a, you know, my mom did her best. She did her best. She was very sweet, loving, and we were we were not uh, financially well off at all. Like, we were, like, far from that. But we were rich in love, right? And I felt that. Like, I know my mom cared about me very much and still does, obviously. But she did the best she could, right? And then you get, you're around this environment and there's so many variables. Like, I, you know, I remember, this is crazy because this is, I'm letting you guys into my head of me revisiting over the last 12 months, just uh, <laughs> post-traumatic stress that I don't walk around and make other people's problem, right? I just am able to identify what these things are and try to, come to an understanding of them which basically helps me come to an understanding of why i react the way i do to certain things at times right whether it's a good reaction or a reaction that i'm not proud of and need to work on right i'm not some finished product who oh i quit drinking and now i'm mr perfect no i quit drinking because i was really going down a dark path and uh now there's things that need to be addressed, right? So I'm, I'm addressing them. And I'm addressing them publicly to you, which is crazy because some people will open up a diary, right? And they'll write in a notebook. And I'm over here just talking on this microphone to you. And you know what? In a lot of ways, this is therapeutic. And I get to let you guys hear how honest you can be with yourself. So yeah, you know, if I was a kid and I was upset at all the adults that raised me because... I didn't have things that other kids had. Um, and I also had the fear of, oh, you know, like, people get shot in this neighborhood. And I have to, like, walk home from school, right? So, like, I, there's police here a lot. And I heard gunshots before I went to bed last night. But that's normal that I'm eight years old and I know what that sounds like. You know what I mean? So, and just thinking about those things... Oh, and these guys are drug dealers. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but I, but you know, they wouldn't let anything happen to me because they know my mom. Like, it's just, it's just that whole, like, if you grew up in that kind of environment, you grew up in the hood, you know what it's like. Um, I'm not mad about that. You know, I'm actually, I understand now that, like, I'm calm in certain situations because I know what it's like to be in true danger. Um, and also, that being said, I could be a different person. I could have become one of those guys. I could also be a person who uses um, my upbringing as an excuse to be an asshole. Like fucking people go, oh, Mercury's in retrograde and I'm a Libra. So sorry, guys, but I'm an asshole. 
instead of just actually like you know like that fake self-awareness like oh yeah no sorry i just act like this because i'm an aries <laughs> you know what i mean it's like instead of just taking responsibility and going wow there's actually no need for me to treat people this way um i'm sorry this is immature uh, yeah so i could be that right i could grow up in that environment and then grow up and then flip out on people but but what you got to understand is um everybody's living their own life and on their own path and people some people really just think they're doing their best even though they aren't you know what i mean because you are what you do not what you say you're gonna do right you see it all the time you see this quote like um if there's one thing that social media has caused is i I think is for people to gain some level of like like i said like fake self-awareness where you'll go on your page and share a quote about something positive or how to live your life but you won't actually do anything to fix or address the issues in your life you'll kind of just share this thing here's what you can do if you're feeling like this you know what i mean like in the time where you shared it you could have just started actively doing something for yourself and i get it it's kind of like a thing that comforts people what i'm trying to learn how to do is not judge people for the way they choose to cope with things you know which i think is kind of like almost rebellious in a way because we live in a world where it's almost like popular to point a finger at someone who does things differently or maybe thinks about things differently maybe asks questions you know the thing that like we get like we stifle each other sometimes and and I used to get really mad about this shit and now I'm just in a different place like I refuse to argue with somebody who's like there's there was like I said who's committed to um I said this before I didn't say this on this podcast so if this is your first time listening if this is your first time hearing this you are about to experience something so cold yo if this is your first time hearing this what I've said in the past is uh, I refuse to argue with people who are committed to misunderstanding me or disagreeing with me. Um, why? There's no point. You know what I mean? I hear people say things all the time because we act on emotion. We're very emotional creatures. We're creatures. Creatures of habit. Creatures of the night. Um, she was a real creature of the night, that broad. Yeah, we um, we act on emotion all the time, right? Like uh, the last few years... People have become very political, um, which is wild because I remember how like lame it used to be to give a shit about politics. Like it used to be lame, right? When I was a kid, anyway, we didn't care about that. All we cared about was like Kid Rock, um, MTV, uh, Snoop Dogg. You know, like pop culture was more important than anything else. So many people started caring about politics. But again, what am I going to do? Sit here and be mad at the younger generation for doing something new? It's not going to stay the same. Everything is constantly going to change. Nothing was the same. Drake said it. Bitch-ass Drake, right? I got no problem with Drake, by the way. I think Drake is fucking so talented. Um, But this is actually going to bring me to my next point. I I actually am about to have a good segue, and I'm going to ruin it by, by announcing it. Um... Drake is one of those rappers where I can't watch an interview from him. And the problem is, I have the arrogance 
of someone who was born and raised in New York City. And what I mean by that is we invented hip hop and you either get a pass from us, like you get a pass, like, okay, you're good enough to like be respected as a rapper or you just fucking, you know, you're just kind of a joke, right? Drake, when he first came out, I was in high school many moons ago. Uh, the guy was an R&B artist. This here is on some truthful shit. I can't sing. Seems like everything I do, you're used to it. And I hate hearing rumors about who you been with. But that shit was dope. And I liked him from the beginning. And then he started rapping. And I was like, is this guy fucking serious? And I ended up loving his fucking music. His music is incredible. He's probably one of my most listened to artists sometimes. Not right now. Now I'm listening to the shit that I listen to all the time, which is probably music that came out like eight to ten years ago. And that's just where I'm at. It's who I am. I'm a creature of habit, and I've accepted it. Get to know yourself. Love yourself. The goal is self-mastery. Shout out to my boy Grayson Sanford, um, who if he listens to this, he will hear that shout out. Uh, Star Music, by the way. Check his music out. Also, speaking of music, check out my boy Dante Hill. I swear to God. I hit my boy up the other day. He got a music video coming out or out now. Uh, he was on the podcast before. I genuinely, really actually support the people that I love. I've known this man since I was a teenager. I've watched his development as a person. And I'm so proud of him. But not only that, even if he was a total dickhead and I didn't like his personality, he has undeniable talent. That man is such a good rapper. And I hit him up yesterday and I said, bro, you are one of my favorite rappers. Do not be afraid to tell the people that you care about how good they are. Because people need that kind of support. And I don't give a fuck if he doesn't respond to me. But he knows now that he's one of my favorite rappers. And I hope he believes it because I mean that shit from the bottom of my heart. Anyway, um, goddamn Drake, right? So... Yeah, I I, uh, I think Drake is really talented. I think he's a great rapper. Um, I can't watch a Drake interview. And the reason I can't watch a Drake interview is because I think he's kind of corny. I think he's the kind of guy that I just wouldn't fucking... I wouldn't fuck with him as, as a person. You know, I was in a barbershop the other day getting a haircut. And I'm in the Bronx. And I'm around, like, Bronx niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in the motherfucking Bronx. Everybody's talking reckless. Like, everybody in that barbershop <laughs> would be canceled. But the truth of the matter is... It just feels comfortable and it's familiar. I'm on Castle Hill. You know, I'm in the hood around motherfuckers that don't, you know, like go to fancy restaurants and aren't around the type of motherfuckers that like play. Like, you know, people like, you know, when you're a little kid and or you've seen this because I don't really know if this is a real thing. But like you see like a little girl having a fucking fancy tea party with her pinky out and she's having a cup of tea. That's what like people do. People, like, it's all arbitrary and bullshit. Like, people that are fancy and rich sit around doing things because that's what fancy and rich people do. Do they want to do it? Probably. I don't know. I like nice things, too. Do I need to fucking be pretentious? No, not really. But, I, you know, I, if the food is good, I'll eat it. If the fucking, if the filet is cooked perfectly, I will enjoy it. Um, I don't need to pretend to be to talk with a fake accent like I'm fucking Fraser Crane. Um, that being said, I was in the hood and motherfuckers were talking reckless and I love that I get to go to the barbershop every other week and hear motherfuckers talking crazy and saying ignorant, funny shit because 
it's just so authentic and raw in New York. And I don't get that everywhere. But when I hear Drake talk, I just feel like it's so contrived. He's very smart. He's a very smart guy. He's business savvy. He knows what sells. He knows the ladies love him. So he's always going to do well. On top of that, he got the ladies vote, if we're putting it in those terms. And also, he got dudes to respect him. So, yeah, you know what? He's always going to do well. That being said, cannot watch a Drake interview because I'm from a different era where the motherfuckers that raised me, he's just kind of corny to me. You know what I mean? But I love his music. And so I know it sounds disrespectful to say homeboy is corny, but no disrespect. Now, um, that being said, it leads me to my point of saying I don't like knowing too much about people. You know what I'm saying? I think it ruins their celebrity. I think if you look at like Will Smith, for example, guy I loved growing up my whole life. Then you got his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, hyphen, uh, lately just kind of airing out all this personal shit. I don't want to know. Like, not you guys were an example of a relationship that people aspired to have. And now you're out here in the public like, I had an entanglement with a fucking minor, one of my son's friends. Shouldn't this bitch be in jail or some shit? Like, how does that work? Because I think if she was a dude, she would fucking be in a whole lot of trouble. Am I right? Um, But that's besides the point. She's doing all this. She's doing all that. They got their open relationship. You got Will Smith crying on TV. Yo, I watch these guys on TV and there is no fucking way that I would ever be in that position. There's no way, you know? So you end up learning too much about people. You're like, yo, when I see Will Smith, I just want to see him in a movie. That's it. Or I want to see him like, I don't know, doing like his funny shit. All that other personal shit between him and his wife, I don't need to know about that. You know what I mean? Like, like fucking, what else? Who else? Joe Budden, for example. I fucking think Joe Budden is one of the dopest rappers ever. Um... I don't need to know anything else about Joe Budden apart from the fact that he's a great rapper. That's it. That's all I need to know. That's how I am. And I feel like that with reg- like with regular motherfuckers too. Like I have acquaintances and then I have friends that have become my family that I've known for years. And there's certain people that I'd rather not know shit about. You know what I mean? I used to need to be at every event, every outing, every fucking thing. I had to be there. Now I don't need to be there. I don't want to be there. I want to take care of me and mine and make sure my my fucking grass is watered. You feel me? So make sure shit is good with me. Make sure my house is in order and my ducks are in a row, right? Why do you put your ducks in a row? Is that a th- I don't even know where that, st- that uh, saying came from. I'm not going to look it up. I know I do that sometimes. I'm not going to do that today. Um, maybe next time. So just knowing too much about people. And you know what happens? This is a real thought. And this is probably really fucking stupid too. Because sometimes I come on here and something would have just happened to me in life. And I'll come on here and I'll vent about it to you guys. To no one, right? I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting in a room by myself. There's a cat. She's sleeping right next to me. This is my friend Sally. She woke up because I said her name. This is how smart this cat is. She knows her name. She's staring at me like she's waiting for something. She's waiting for the command. I'll tell you what, if I had the power to make her turn into the size of a tiger anytime I wanted, I would probably be a, be a villain. I'd probably be a villain. I'd probably walk into the bank carrying this little ass cat and then make her turn into a tiger and then take all the money and then drive off somewhere 
And eventually, that doesn't last long, right? So eventually, I would get shot the fuck up worse than Bonnie and Clyde at the end of that movie starring, who's that guy? Warren Beatty? Yep, Warren Beatty. Who the song, I bet you think this song is about you, don't you, don't you, by Carly Simon. Um, Love that song. Because I feel like that song is about me. But anyway, uh, you're so vain. Yeah, I don't like knowing about people, too. And this is a really stupid thought I had. The reason I don't like knowing about regular motherfuckers, like celebrities are people, too, right? The reason I don't like knowing about too much about people, getting too close to a lot of people like I used to, is because what if I want to go make fun of you? <laughs> you know, my wife did her numerology chart a couple weeks ago. And some people are really into that. And the second I got home and she said, I did my numerology chart, I immediately started making fun of it. Um, because I think, and I heard Bill Burr say this one time, I think uh, the comedian brain is just like, again, I don't care about that. Personally, I don't give a shit about that. But because you like it, I just want to make fun of it, Right. That's it. Nothing personal. Just want to make fun of it. And um, that's the sad part about it. I think uh, what's going on now in terms of like comedians can't just tell jokes, right? Because we've let the people, we've let the people who, you know, we've let like the tattletales of the world and the people who traditionally we kind of just ignored. I don't know. Maybe it's our fault. Maybe we created our own monster. Um, we let them be in charge. So they're in charge now. So they say who can and can't do shit. You know, the kid who was the last person picked on in gym class, uh, they're in charge now. It's like, hey, that's not fair. Like that kid is now the person who goes, yeah, you can do comedy and you can't. So it sucks. But what are you going to do? I, you know, I personally am not even upset about that shit anymore. I just can only do what I do. And I think that's a realization that people need to come to. Just do exactly what you do until you can't, right? Um, there's so many things. It actually kind of makes it a little more fun because you go, how, how far can I take this before somebody decides to can't? If I get canceled, I would know that I had made it, right? I think that's how you know. When people start trying to cancel you, you're like, holy shit, I've made it. So maybe uh, there, there's a silver lining there in some way. But yeah, all right, everybody, listen, check this out. This show, it comes out today. And today is Monday, November 14th. No, sorry, 15th. <laughs> it's actually Sunday right now. But when this show airs, and you can hear it right now, if you listen to the day it comes out, there is a show at the Asylum NYC. And it's on 26th Street. 26th Street between... Jesus Christ. I was about to say Park and Lex, which that's not true. Now I got to look it up. Bear with me, everyone. Okay, it's uh, 307 West 26th Street. So it's between 8th and 9th, right? It's close to FIT if you are familiar with the New York City uh, Chelsea area, I suppose. Um, we have a comedy show, Beverly. Um, we have a couple of new sketches, we got some old sketches, we got some classic shit, um, starring Gary DeNoia, myself, and a few amazing other talented people, right? 
the reason I mentioned Gary Denoy, he's been on the show before, and you know he's the he's the fucking Dr. Dre of of this group, right? Dr. Dre made it happen. He's Dr. Dre. So when he hears this, he's gonna maybe love or hate that I called him Dr. Dre. And yeah, anyway, so listen, check the sh- come in and check the show out if you can. It's at 9:30 p.m. on a Monday night. I'm telling you right now, it's 100% worth it. And the reason I know why it's worth it is because this theater keeps letting us come back and doing this show because people keep coming to see it. We're in demand, okay? You know, we're like avocados. People always want them. Um, and sometimes they're hard and sometimes they're soft. Um, not gonna make a dick joke. All right, guys, listen. Thank you so much. For listening to my show, listening to me talk about life and my life in particular. Um, hopefully it makes you think about yours. Hopefully, maybe even if it makes you think about somebody. Um, things get tough. I think we all need something to just make us feel like we're it like it's worth getting up every day and just fucking carrying on, right? If you and if you can find that fucking power to you because it is what it is um my my thing is making people smile and making people feel heard and seen and respected i really uh it's something i truly do care about i'm not just saying that because i want people to like me because i don't give a fuck about that either right i feel like it's about respect and spread love you know what i'm saying because all that other shit is corny all that pretending you don't give a fuck Shit, that shit is whack. And it's like no way to live. You know what I mean? I had a friend pass away a couple years ago from a drug overdose. And um, I took it really fucking hard. And what I did was go out and get irresponsibly drunk about it. And I think about those times and I'm like, man, I... uh, I, w- I just wish that I would have spent more time making that person feel better about themselves and checking in and making sure that they're okay. So with that being said, take care of your fucking loved ones. Take care of yourself. Life is too short to be arguing over petty shit that doesn't really fucking matter anyway, right? So uh, go out there and have a good day and share the show with your friends. Uh, subscribe to it too. Corey has a podcast. It's on all the platforms. All of them. Like, literally, like go to any platform, you'll find me. All right? The side of my head is right there. Have a nice day, everybody. Later.